This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back one final time for the week with Mr. Amon Green. Amon, something that you mentioned was in your, your recruiting, in your scouting of these players, you figure out what they play, how they play, who they play. What's the balance between helping those players get better in you know what they're good at, what you recruit them for, but also helping them branch out into new characters and new play styles? Um, I, I, I test them. I push them kind of like how Coach Osmer and Frank and Coach Solich pushed us. They're always giving us uh, insight on how to get better at our, even though we're good at one point of uh, running the ball or being a football player. But, you know, I remember being taught how to read coverages and we barely passed the ball when I played ball, but that was getting me ready for the next level of football. You know, if a potential chance of me at that time to go to the NFL, I would have to know how to read defenses pre-snap. So, you know, showing the kids, like, for example, I just had one, um, uh, I say a, a high school esports coach at Lincoln High, Owen, he just reached out to me and said he wanted to help out the any of the FPS gamers, so all the shooter games from Overwatch 2, the Valorant, the Call of Duty, to help with uh, their aim, you know, their aiming and their tracking of how to shoot a little bit better with with controller or mouse and keyboard. And so I was open to that because I say to myself, hey, I've watched the COD team practice and play. I watched the uh, Overwatch 2 team. I've seen clips of their gameplay. I've seen uh, Valorant uh, game of uh, their clips and watching them play is like you always can get better no matter how good you are. Um, it's all about the process. I love the process of getting and mastering the skills that you have or whatever you do. And so for those games, mastering the aiming, the tracking and the reaction to turn, shoot left and right or do a 360 shot is understanding what the process looks like. And you basically are pre- doing a repetitive training and repetitive muscle movement uh, in your hands, in your wrists, in your fingers to understand when you do those shots, you're not even thinking, you're just reacting. And that was the same thing I I did with football with all the cuts and learning how to take a tackle or learning how to break tackles. In practice, we practiced that all the time. So when it came game time, it was no thinking for me. It was all reaction. So I want to build that same type of, I'd say, process development for players to better themselves where when they get from practice to the to the match, then there's no thinking in the match. It's all reaction because all the thinking happens when we uh, when I'm giving them the in, you know the information or Owen or any other coach or game manager is giving them the information on what they need to do repetitively in their aim trainer or, the, or, or in the shooting gallery of the game. That's going to help them get better. And I think a lot of them, and in the last week I've heard uh, some feedback that they actually like the fact that you know I was helping them with that or even Owen reached out to them to kind of give them something a little better to strive for and just something, give them something a little different to see if they could enter, inter, intertwine in their preparation to get better and become a better uh, FPS player overall. So when I think about practicing athletics, I think about, you know, basketball, football, you run your plays, you run your plays so you know what to do, where to go, whose responsibilities or what. Are you able to do that at all in the gaming space, or is a lot of the practice, you know, work on the aiming, work on the tracking, so when you get into maybe an unfamiliar situation, you just react. You don't have to think so much about it. Yeah, yeah, it's just that. The more practice time you put in, that means practice time, working on mechanics, but also the scrimmages, too, where you get all those reps in and that time, and that's what it takes to be better. It's just about putting time in the game that you're trying to master or the multiple games that you're trying to master. Um, You're not going to get better 
from playing a game by just thinking about it and not actually doing it. You got to think about it and then go do it. So have practice, talk about it, you know, go over film review, but then get in the game, practice what we just talked about. Cause then you start your brain starts to basically, and your body mechanics are all trying to basically line up with one another to then when, like I said, there's no thinking about what you have to do. You already know the reaction, even from the game plan, you know, from the, what the strategy is going to be for that game, you know, where you're going to have one player that's going to be the flank person and then the other three or four are going to go and head to the point and do the work there. So you always know the game plan and you talk it out first, but then you, you run it out physically. I say you run it out um, with your characters in the game once the game starts. I know that, you know, the games are a mix of both the, the strategy, the mental part, and the reaction time, the aiming, the physical part. What games that, that your esports teams play are more, you know, brain-oriented, more strategic, and which are more geared toward people that just have those great reactions and great tracking aim abilities? Uh, I'd say the thinking gamers are more in the, the on the League of Legends team. I mean, there is some aiming and shooting there a little bit, but it's a more of a League of Legends is more like chess than checkers. Then mm. I want to say the rest of the games like Call of Duty and Valorant, those are the ones that you want to find players that eventually are, or they already are, pure shooters, where they understand um, the kickback, the spray pattern, and the movement, and know how to, I say, the movement on the map. And I call that map awareness. So how you move around, how you, you know, slide, cancel, and jump to make shots or to avoid getting shots. How you walk around a corner when you're when you're one on when you're just the one person not not having a teammate right behind you you know you kind of check the corner you go up and down you know check the sights there through your rectangle to make sure you know when you see somebody that you see them first and they don't see you you get the shot off first you know and that's a win so just understanding how you infiltrate an area you know and how you how you clear an area because you want to make sure you clear an area. You know, when nobody's in there, if you want more people and more of your teammates to get in the area to make their, you know, like in Search and Destroy, you have to plant the bomb and, you know, you got to clear the area first. And if you don't do that, then you put your team at risk. In a game like that, how important is it to have a, a leader in the communication, kind, kind of a quarterback back there? And how egalitarian is something like that where everyone has their role to play? Oh, it's, 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 it's priority number one. If you don't have a captain or if you don't have that person that's called a shot caller, like in Overwatch, then there's going to be tough gameplay for your team because nobody's going to not really know where to go. Nobody's going to know who to focus on or where to focus on their, their, their aims or their, their shots because you got to have that. The shot caller, like in Overwatch, for example, they, they are the one person that's doing all the talking and letting know, letting everybody else know where they need to put their, their guns, you know, if it's mercy or if it's Winston and they're saying Winston, Winston, Winston a thousand times. So all the players know, focus on Winston. Let's take Winston out because he's a healer. And then he can you can move on to the next person. And the same thing happens in Call of Duty is the captain is letting people or whoever's doing the shot calling is letting everybody know where they need to go on the map. If it's search and destroy, domination, you know how you post up in the area if you're securing it to try to gain points like in domination or control that you got make sure you got to have eyes in all directions. Because if you just look one direction, you have four players looking one direction, then eventually you're going to get flanked. So you got to make sure you got four players looking in all four directions so you hold down the point and gain the advantage of getting all the points to win the match. Last thing for the week, I'm on again. Wish we had more time, but we we're looking forward to having you on every Thursday like we have for the last month or so. We know, you know, the name Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, LeBron James, uh, Patrick Mahomes. 
who are some of the esports athletes that you have your players watch and listen to to, to try to glean some tips from? Um, I haven't got to that part yet, uh, uh-huh. but I know they do. They do watch players. They watch pro players. Uh, I've, I've heard, I mean, the usual names, as you just mentioned, like Ninja, like Shroud, like Dr. Lupo, those names pop up. Um, Nick Merckx in conversations or in Discord. But for every game, it's different, especially from like games like League of Legends. You've got uh, Faker. That is a prominent name in the League of Legends space. That's the one player. That, that name gets flowed around and obviously his gameplay because he's pretty much like the Michael Jordan of, of League, of League of Legends. So for every game, Valorant too, I'm, I'm not sure who that name is yet, but I'll know between now and fall season who that one player that high school, college players try to emulate their game after or take things from that player's game. That's something I did. You know, I grew up watching Walter Payton, Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders, Eric Dickerson, you know, playing pro ball, Roger Craig, who played at Nebraska, but also for the 49ers and watching them, how they ran the ball, how they caught the ball, how they ran tough, you know, how they picked up the blitz. So taking them you know, parts of the game made me better as an athlete because I knew what it, what it looked like when they did it, and I knew the process. that I got to lift these weights. I got to condition my body to be able to handle all those hits and all that physicality, same in, um, in the esports space. You know, if you're going to be a shooter, you really, I mean, you got to be a really good shooter. You got to take a lot of shots you got to work on your mental endurance because you're not going to hit every shot, so you can't beat yourself up when you miss. you got to stay positive and keep focusing and keep keep working on it and never beat yourself up because once you start beating yourself up, then you make it harder for yourself to come out of that hole to become the best player, best shooter, or it doesn't matter any game. You know, best shooter in, uh, in an FPS, best uh, sports game player in Madden, FIFA, 2K, or even Rocket League, you got to make sure you always – Stay positive and never get complacent so you know you can get better every time you're out there uh, practicing and working on your game. Uh, Amon, I love that you brought up Dr. Lupo. He lives in Nebraska and he's a Packers fan. This is a collab we need. I'm just going to say that. What's that? Dr. Lupo lives in Nebraska and he's a Packers fan. We need this collab. Okay. I knew he was. I knew he lived in Nebraska. I knew he's from Nebraska, but I did not know he was a Packer fan. So he's a Packers actually, fan. Find him on um, Twitter every out. Sunday. I have reached out to him in the last month, and so I'm waiting to hear back from him. So, Dr. <sighs> Lupo, if you're listening, or any moderator that moderates for Dr. Lupo, if you're listening, please let him know that uh, uh, Coach uh, Amon Green here for Nebraska Esports Program definitely wants to talk to you uh, so you can have an opportunity to talk to the team and give some insight and uh, some of your ex- expertise uh, information that you can share with us here at the Nebraska Esports Program. You get Amon Green, Dr. Lupo in the same room, I'm sneaking into a meeting. I'm telling you now, Amon, that's going to happen. But as always, we appreciate your time. We'll look forward to doing another show with you. Amon, it's been fun. Have a great rest of your week, my man. All right, Austin, you too. Be safe and see you next week. Absolutely. There he is, Husker Hall of Famer Amon Green on the Amon Green Show here on 93.7 The Ticket. Just getting ticket weeknight started for you here on your Thursday. Uh, Harrison Aron's in the building. He'll get you through the rest of the night. Big Red Birdies, I believe, is the show for you coming up at 9 tonight. Stay tuned for that. For Amon, I'm Austin. We'll talk to you later.